Reese, Bibbs, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys gonna do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of the Mavs Outsiders Podcast. I'm one half of your gracious host, Maurice Williams, a.k.a. Mind of Reese, joined as always by my co-host, brother Michael Bibbs, Michael Bibbins, a.k.a. Bibbs, a.k.a. Bibbs Corner. And right now, we are known as uh, not only the Mavs Outsiders, but we're known as the Cough Brothers right now because... Uh, <laughs> We're, we're a little messed up at the moment. You know, I'm recovering from COVID, as you know. I still got a bit of a cough. He has a cough from old age. You know, wow. it's, it's messed up. <laughs> wow. Bibbs, how you feeling outside of your cough, man? Man, Reese got a haircut, and I guess he decided hey. he's doing, he doing the quiet store of the night. Like, he <laughs> leaning, leaning in the mic. <laughs> I got to make sure they hear me. You know, I got to put on my late night radio voice. But I'm, I'm doing all right, man. I'm, I'm holding up. You know, my, my chest is tight. Death is creeping in and all that, but I'm, I'm, I'm fighting it. I'm going to be all right. I remember one time I said, uh, I put a tweet out, and I said, I just sneezed and my arm got sore. Am I dying? And somebody said, no. You're just getting old. I said, yeah. so dying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it'd be like that. Sometimes you sneeze and you be like, I think you paralyzed for a second. Like, you feel it all up your spine. Like, I think this officially the start. Sneezes ain't no joke after you get a... <clears throat> nah, you have a... Okay, this is kind of graphic. You have a coughed and farted at the same time. I, I can't say I have. Yo, I can't say I haven't either, but I can't that, say that there was a memorable moment. Okay, nah, you would you would fucking remember this. Uh, it's extremely painful. Um, it's painful to a specific area. About to say on which front? Like what we <laughs> on the back on the, the back the, end? The unexpected one, the, the surprise. The one on the back end. It's very painful. Uh, it's like when you slam the front door and you hear the back door. <laughs> It's like when you slam in the door and something in the room fall type shit. <laughs> but, uh, you know, outside of our shenanigans, we actually got basketball back now, y'all. Uh, we don't have to, you know, dig through the crates to find topics to talk about to entertain y'all. We can just recap basketball weekly. Uh, I guess you could say this is not the beginning of the NBA season, but it is the official start of Mavs Outsiders 21-22. Every week, who knows? You might might get some game recaps in there if it's a special game. You never know. You got to be on the lookout. Y'all ain't expect us to drop an episode on Friday. I know y'all didn't. If you have not already, go check out the interview with Lauren Gunn. Appreciate Lauren for coming on the show. Great conversation. Uh, some of the best conversation was after the episode, but you know, <laughs> maybe if we get big enough, y'all can start paying for after shows. But you know what? That's That's, 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 <laughs> that's another topic. Anyway, uh, speaking of y'all, the fans, uh, a few weeks ago, Bibbs put together um, a survey for our listeners to um, participate in, to help improve the show, to uh, help us realize things that y'all enjoy about the show, things you don't, things you would like us to keep. And uh, we got a lot of feedback. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. 
did take a while. We had to keep asking y'all, but you know what? It is what it is. <laughs> we appreciate y'all filling it out. We got a lot of responses. And right now, uh, we just want to go through some of those and, you know, uh, give answers to some of the responses, let you know how the feedback went. So, uh, you ready to get into this, brother? Let's get it. All right. So, first question was, are you a subscriber? Okay, first let me, let me preface by saying this. Um, we got 35 responses in total. So each of these questions, um, the percentages that I'm going to give are a percentage of 35 responses. Keep that in mind. So are you a subscriber? 85.7 percentage of the people said yes. Thank you. Appreciate it. You're not just, you know, listening when we drop shit on Twitter. You're actually subscribed, which means you're probably getting that notification. Appreciate the love. Uh, next question. Where do you listen to the podcast? Uh, this was kind of expected. Most people either use Spotify or Apple Podcasts. 48.6% um, of people chose Apple Podcasts. 314 chose Spotify. Uh, the rest of the percentage were others like Anchor. Catcher, Google, Overcast, Player FM, Podcast Addict. Never heard of that one, but it's what it is. Sounds like some crackhead shit. Uh, which one do you use, uh, Bibs? Just curious, like to listen to your podcast. You have uh, an iPhone, I, right? Yeah, I use Apple um, mostly. And uh, I'm actually, so the reason I put this question in particularly, one is interesting always to find out what people are, where people are mm -hmm. listening, but also each app has its own things. So I kind of want to look into some of the ones I'm not as familiar with to see mm -hmm. if there's anything special that can be done on those those sites. Like right now, we know Apple, you can do the five-star reviews, but right. you might be able to do that on other apps as well. I know Spotify, I don't think, has a rating system. Yeah, they don't. But maybe some of these other apps do, so then we can to push to that. I think it makes sense for Spotify not to have it simply because it's not just for podcasts, it's for music and stuff too. So they probably don't have that implemented into that algorithm, but it's 2021. Get with the times. So I do know you use you use Anchor for um your podcast, right? Yeah. So I know uh, if you do Spotify exclusive, I know they did the Spotify exclusive where you can add in music from yeah. artists and they get royalties. Yeah. But they've now added like polls and like a community section as well. I don't know oh, if wow. you've seen that in Anchor yet. I did not. I did not see that. Um, but again, I'm I'm not trying to be Spotify exclusive. So. I'm not trying to be exclusive to Spotify unless Spotify is exclusively pay paying me. So, and I ain't got it like that yet. We ain't that big. So, big <laughs> moving on to the next one. We ain't the Joe Button podcast. Um, <clears throat> next question was, how did you <laughs> find us? Uh, Seventy-one point four percentage of people said I already followed one of you. This was kind of the expected answer, I think. Um, I think considering the fact that we got so much support when we first started it, uh, most of that support came from people who already followed us. The people who send in a lot of questions or names we're already familiar with. So uh, 8.6 percentage of people uh, said while searching the podcast, while searching podcasts, I believe, right? Yeah, so yeah. I think that came out to three people said they found us searching podcasts, which is interesting to me. Uh, one... I, I I've never found a podcast like that. I don't think personally. Like usually, if I I'm if I'm listening to a podcast, it's something somebody recommended to me, or a podcast I listened to recommended it. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's interesting to me. And also, not only that, 
you know, three, this is 8.6% of the people that responded to the survey. We have way more listeners than this, this sampling, mm-hmm. but somebody who found us through a search and then was went and responded to our survey like that, that lets me know that we were able to bring in somebody who didn't know us from, from anybody, right. found us, listened to us, and it, they're engaged enough to participate in a survey like that. So that's dope to me. Facts. Uh, I actually have found podcasts like that. When I first started listening to podcasts, um, I first started like consistently listening to them. I went on Apple Podcasts and I searched Dallas Mavericks. And that's how I found Mavs Moneyball Podcast. Gotcha. Um, it's how I found, I found a couple of podcasts, that I, Dallas podcasts that I still listen to like that. Um, uh, actually, one of them I don't anymore, and I'm not going to mention that moving on. Um, <laughs> I do have one more other one that I wanted to point out as well. Uh, there was one person that said they found us through a guest appearance on another podcast. And I looked into it. It was actually, I believe, one of our Slovenian listeners, um, oh. probably from when I went on Matej's podcast. Mm-hmm. Shout out um, to Tage, man. We got to have yeah, him back this season. Definitely coming back. Definitely coming back. And um, I'm hoping that we both get to do, get the opportunity to go on other podcasts as well, mm-hmm. whether it's individually or as a tandem. So right. uh, definitely looking forward to some invites this season. If you're listening, you got a podcast, highlight us. I'm, I'm very friendly. My DM's open. It's facts. Not like that, though. Like <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, the next question uh, required actual uh, responses to be typed out so these i'm just going to skim through some of these not all of them because like i said it's 35 responses and we're not trying to be here all night so why do you listen to the mavs outside this podcast um one person said you know typical answer they're a mavs fan appreciate you for choosing us <laughs> um i like this answer a taste of realism no drama not watered down straight cut mavs talk that you can learn from I appreciate that because I think that's something we strive to do when we had the idea for it. Uh, sort of fact that um, that's actually a reason people are listening. I appreciate that. Uh, also, if you want to chime in while I'm giving uh, reactions to any of these answers, feel free. Gotcha. Yeah, I was uh, going to let you read a couple. and I got one that I was going to pull up right quick then. Go ahead. You want to go back and forth. Uh, one person said a fresh perspective on the Mavs. Most other podcasts seem to be an extension of the team's PR department. And that's that one hit home for me because that's that's mm-hmm. kind of the goal. I mean, that's yeah. the outsiders. We, we don't want to try to sound like we're fluffing the team up because we're we trying to get in a room because that's really not what it's about. It's about being ourselves, being honest. When something doesn't look right, we're going to say it. So uh, and that, there's going to be a little bit of that coming up yeah. <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> so uh, there's. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, there were a few comments like that, where it's like, no homer takes, no, not watered down, keeping it honest takes, honest opinions, no, non, you know, just the, the raw. So I appreciate that. Uh, this one, I really appreciate it. Uh, Black Mavericks voice, which is something, which is, you know, another reason why we created this, because, you know, uh, shout out to all the great Mavericks podcasts that's out there. We listen to a lot of them but there weren't a lot who had um, black fans behind it. You know, uh, sometimes you need that different perspective. Uh, it, apparently it's working. People are appreciating <laughs> it. Uh, one per- I wish I knew who this person was. I wish I could look up the name right now, but black Mavericks voice. So clearly uh, our reasoning for starting it, other people feel as well. I appreciate that. Another one that I liked. 
Um, oh, wow. I'm trying to find that is Bibbs and Reese are funny, smart. Thank you very much. Uh, well informed <laughs> and entertaining. And I've only started listening in the off season. Can't wait to hear what it's like after Mavs games. That's interesting. That someone right. started listening in the off season, not carrying over from the season, and they enjoyed it. So that means we did a really good job working with virtually nothing for most <laughs> of the off season. Yeah, I can't imagine like picking up a podcast in the off season. That's that's crazy. But thank you. Um, and I could actually tell you who said the Black Mavens voice one because I looked it up. Okay. It's my my man at Kanye on Twitter. Shout out at Kanye. Glad to change that name. No, no, they tried to get it from him, but he's he's not selling. So, <laughs> like every time Kanye does something, people add him talking about you need to do this and that, and he just shares the replies. Uh, you want to read another one, or you want me to go? I think that's good on there. I think we covered all of it. Um, there is one I wanted to. I think. I think. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> You know which one I'm, it is, I'm, right? I have an I have an idea. <laughs> Where are you going? One answer was, I don't try it once. <laughs> you guys are not good at this. <laughs> I had to, man. I, look, yeah. we would not be the Mavs outsiders if we just came on here and read all the positive responses. Okay. Yeah. We just want to let you know, we ask for responses. If it's negative, that's cool. Right. You know, we don't. I'm no, not gonna chase no you down. Not, not gonna not gonna go I'm Liam Neeson's on it. So. No, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna ask. Was he black? No, I'm not gonna do that. So. <laughs> uh, but if you did listen to our episode and you gave us a play, we appreciate you. Yeah, we, 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 everyone counts, even if it was the last one. Facts. That's what I be telling. Never mind. Moving on. Um, how regularly do you listen to the podcast? Um, this one was actually spread out uh, very differently. Um, 34.3% uh, uh, said rarely skip an episode. Loyal. 31.4% said every time you post religiously. Hallelujah. 22.9% said when the topic interests me. Uh, I figured that would be um, higher. I figured that would have been second, to be yeah. honest. But uh, it's actually good that it's, um, that it's third. 11.4 said every now and then casual. So it's good to see that percentage small, but it's also good to see uh, the one I expected to be higher coming third. Um, unless you have anything to say, I'll move on. No, I'm good on that. Okay, cool. <clears throat> if you could suggest a change that would make you a religious listener, what would you suggest? Uh, one said more energy, but maybe that will change once season starts. Um, I agree. Sometimes, you know, the energy can be a little off when we're kind of forcing ourselves to talk about topics, because if you guys don't know, we're contractually obligated to put out at least one episode every week. So, you know, this is what we do. We have to find things to talk about. That's why sometimes we try to incorporate uh, different things like Marvel movies, television, music, things like that. So we can hit our mark. But um, I think Going into the season, there will be more energy, especially when my unsung hero comes back, Bibbs Weekly Forecast, things like that. So, uh, did you have one you really liked from this section that you want to read? Um, let me say, I'm going to say there were a couple comments, and it comes up later about the the sound quality, right. and I think that uh, 
I got a new mic. I think that that has improved the crispiness of my sound. Uh, I think right now the volume leveling is mm-hmm. the the main thing that I would want to work on. And I am looking into different avenues. Uh, I'm not gonna make you say that word to, to try to <laughs> address that further. But um, but for now, be patient with us. I, I saw someone else said that it's getting better and better each time, or they've mm-hmm. already noticed like changes. So that's that's what I like to hear because I we are we're not just out here half-assing so we do want to improve the quality so that's definitely something i'm working on i appreciate the feedback um and another one mentioned bringing on guests we quieted down with that in the off season uh but we you know we just did the lauren episode we got another mm-hmm. surprise guest coming up next week not going to tell y'all when um and i think y'all like who it is by the way so i, I think they will I think it will. It's a, <laughs> so it's a, that, I think it's a collaboration that's been, you know, sitting in the making for a while now. Yeah, so we definitely, definitely want to, want to make that happen. We're definitely going to try to bring on some, some, some names, if you will, and uh, at the very least, we're going to do our panels with regular MFFLs because we're not mm-hmm. bougie. Uh, so yeah, we, we ain't that big yet. But when we get <laughs> like, big, y'all ain't coming on up. It's like, no, I'm joking. Come on up. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, you have one you wanted to hit. I did yeah, I got on a, a couple of negative ones. I, I I did too. I did um one of them. <clears throat> this one isn't really negative. It's just a suggestion. Said having a guest or two because y'all are funny people. So I assume um they would like to see guests more often mm-hmm. as opposed to how or maybe they weren't around in the season. I don't know, but um as opposed to just doing once every month. Uh, so if you're listening to this and you were the person who responded to this, let us know. Like tweet us, DM us. Let us know if you just started listening during the off season when we really didn't have guests or if you were listening during the season and you will like it more frequently than just once a month. But uh, go ahead and uh, mention something that you wanted to talk about. So <clears throat> let me see. Most of the comments, I'll say most of the people said like y'all are y'all are doing a good job. I don't have any suggestions, but uh, let me see here. I just lost it some people ask for more frequent podcasts or like a regularly scheduled day uh i think we can get close to that regularly scheduled day type of thing yeah i feel like um we have an unofficial regularly scheduled day like yeah it's usually sunday but you know sometimes it doesn't pan out that way right so i mean we do both have full-time jobs (laughs) and whatnot so it's 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 not like we 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 can sit down any day anytime we're just chilling and i'm like Hey, Bibs, you want to record? Like, no, yeah. can't do that. Yeah. A lot going on on both sides. I'm, I'm still in school. Like, we, we've covered these things. Mm-hmm. So um, it is what it is. And I think and our work schedules aren't the same. So Right. So that's, uh, that's another You work thing. more in the morning. I tend to work late. So Yeah. The one thing I did want to address, someone said to uh, cut out the, the juvenile laughing. Yeah, I saw that one. That, <laughs> that one was kind of funny. Some, and actually, specifically, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna read the whole comment. I'm gonna read yeah, the whole please comment. do. Cut out the juvenile laughing. I stop listening when I hear that and delete the podcast. I'm just interested in the Mavs and those topics, not whether the co-host had a sore throat. We're not for you. Yeah, we're not for you. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna keep it honest. Like we, we're here to have a conversation about the Mavs as as regular humans. I'm not a news reporter, and I don't want to be. Yeah, we're just here to have fun, be entertaining. We're not even being entertaining. We're being ourselves, and it's just coming off as entertainment. We're here to be free. This is our space 
we love doing this, but this is also our space to talk about the Mavs in a fun manner, not like on Twitter where it's toxic. Yeah, yeah. Also, damn, man, you don't care about our sore throat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if I sound like very white a little bit more than usual, I would like you to know why. Yeah, that's, that's true. All I'm saying. Yeah. Um, that was that's... another one that I thought you were gonna. Uh, there's. Did you have another one you wanted to mention? Because you might be getting to it. Uh, the YouTube one. Um, that too, but not that. That's not what I, the one I was talking about. Uh, let's see. <laughs> do, 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 do. I don't want to spend our, our whole pod on this, but let me see here. No, I don't. I don't think I have any more. Um, tightening up the intro segment. It okay. sometimes takes a while to get to the meat of the pod. Um, I will say that kind of goes into the previous one where we said. We aren't for you, but I don't agree. I think, you know, I understand that. I understand that portion. Like, yeah, we can have fun, but sometimes we linger on a bit to get to the actual topics, which actually that could fit into now. So let's move on. I'm going to say, I'm going to add one more piece to that. <laughs> okay. That That is why I started adding the intros time right. to the show notes. So mm-hmm. if you don't like the long intros, you don't care about that particular topic, whatever, you can check the show notes. I, I lay out, I take the time to write out every single second. So you can say, you know what? I don't want to hear about Bibb's sore throat. I don't want to hear about Reese in the DMs. I don't, I don't want to hear none of that. <laughs> you can skip right ahead to the, to the next topic. So, and again, it, people, I think I have people like comment. Oh, that's a lot of intros. Yeah, we, we talk. We we haven't talked to each other all week, right? So when we well, get on here, not, that's probably not true. I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> on a on a on a on a call, like yeah. Um, yeah. So in the, in the beginning, we're just gonna catch up for a minute. So if you again, if you don't want to hear that, you want to get to the meat, skip ahead. Um, if you're listening to this that's right now, said. you know what? I, I lobbed <laughs> I'm that sorry. one up there. I'm not. That's I'm not the juvenile that, stuff the dude was talking about. I apologize, bro. That was that was definitely a lob, but. If you listening right now, you like these dudes really not talk about no basketball. Check the show notes because I'm gonna put. I have put the time. I'm gonna. I'm sort of talk to y'all from the future. I have put the timestamp on there. I told you when we got done with the survey talk. So skip ahead to the next topic. That's go ahead. Go pull show notes up. Go ahead. I'm gonna give you a second to do that. Go ahead. I'm gonna shut up. You see him? Right there. Right there. You see that timestamp? Cool, bad, move forward. All right. <laughs> For the rest of y'all that are still with us, y'all are real. I love y'all. Well, depends on who really listening, but you know. The sound <laughs> quality of the podcast is, and in parentheses it says, try to base this on episodes from the past month. So we want to know how the sound quality uh, was in the past month. Um, 45.7% of people said okay. 40% of people said great. Um, 8.6% said annoying. Damn. And the rest said tolerable. Um, I was surprised at how many people said it was great and okay, to be honest, considering when I listened to it myself. Or maybe it's just because, you know, this is our baby and I'm just, you know, more critical of it. But I sound really low sometimes. And when I'm talking, I feel like I'm being loud. But it's what it is. I'm very close to the mic as well. So I guess we can move on to the next one. Okay. Um, Here are some things we are already doing or thinking about doing <clears throat> select all that you would like to see as part of the show um i guess these numbers it's it's numbers and percentages so i'm gonna tell I, you i added 
one of these late also. Okay. Uh, I think it was the was it the live shows? I what I think it was either the live shows or the YouTube I put on there after we already had like 14 responses. Cause I had accidentally deleted it. It was too easy to delete stuff. And I realized it wasn't on there. So one of those is way lower than it should be. All right. It's live shows. Probably live shows. Yeah, that's the last one. So um, with this one, I'm not going to do percentages because it actually tells me how many people chose what. Uh, Again, there's 35 responses. Pretty sure people chose multiple answers. So the first one is Reese's Unsung Heroes. Got 21 votes. Um, Bibbs Weekly Forecast got 24 votes. Uh, dedicated movie talk. It doesn't show me the whole thing. So dedicated movie, movie and TV talk, movie segment. and TV talk got 13. So that means only one third of the right. people want us to actually set aside time to talk about that, which was that's actually surprising. <laughs> well, you know what? I think it's good that we put that at the end. That way, when all the talk is done, if they want to leave, you know, they can. Yeah. yeah. So interviews with I can't see the rest of that verified NBA type people verified NBA type people 24 I expected that to be high uh, and it was contesting giveaways only got 10 interesting so y'all don't want nothing say less <laughs> say less I'll, I'll scrap those plans right. <laughs> <laughs> tweets of the week 22 uh, I mm. believe that's something you used to do on the uh, Bibs Corner yeah podcast I actually got tweeted a week once. Uh, I turned in. I didn't know <laughs> with the Stephen A. Smith Dwight. That's a classic. That's a classic tweet. That's a classic tweet. Um, is this question of the week? Question of the night. But question yeah, of the same night. Thing. Same, same thing. Same thing. Yeah. Question of the night got twenty three votes. Um, news around the league. Uh, that's news around the league, right? Yeah, news around yeah. the league. That got twenty five, which is the highest of any votes we received on this portion of the survey. So people, I guess people really do care about more than just the Mavs. So I guess, I like that. Uh, yeah, I like that. So that gives us freedom to actually talk about other things. Um, merch eight. Again, y'all don't want stuff. Ain't got to put <laughs> money into that. Okay. That's more money in our pockets Four video episodes, 17. Um, pretty half. sure that's something we working on. So, you know, uh, be patient. It's coming. Um, crossovers with other podcasts, I believe that's it. Yeah, that is coming as well. Um, sooner than you think, that got 17 votes, so clearly that's something y'all want. And live shows, which is what Bib said he added late, got 11 out of 21. Um, we'll say out of 21, yeah. So, um, I think uh, we'd be better off doing spaces as opposed to live shows, but the thing with Twitter is we can't save spaces, so. I, I gotta talk to Dalton because I feel like he said that it it does send you the recording or you it's can request nevers. it but you gotta go to like sure. your archives or something okay well but I don't sure. know if we wanna do all that <clears throat> um, who would you like to see us bring on the show this one got 28 responses um, just gonna go through some of the answers these are answers that people had to put in you know directly right um Mavs players and Mavs writers. I would love that as well. Um, I'm just going to Mavs writers. I'm going to be open with y'all. Okay. I DM Josh Green about a month ago on Instagram. Didn't get a response. Wasn't expecting a response, but 
I'm going to keep trying. It's probably going to be harder to do it in the season because, you know, they're busy. They're on the road unless we can get like a Texas Legends player on the show, which would be great as well. Um, working some angles. Working some angles, you know. Uh, we got our hands <clears throat> in the crates, you know. But, uh, yeah, that's something we're working on. I want to read this one specifically before you get to it. <laughs> Somebody said, Damian Lillard, y'all weren't <laughs> specific, so that's what you get. <laughs> if we get Dame on the show, y'all can't tell me nothing, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be posting pictures of me and Dame all the time, boy. <laughs> I should play you... like a clip from that song and say we got him on the pod. Like facts. Te- technically, <laughs> technically he's on the pod. Facts. You weren't specific when you said how Damian Lillard That's right. needs to be on the pod. Uh do you want to read some of these or you know? Sure. Uh there were a few couple people that actually um asked for some WNBA players. That would be nice too. Which is something we may be able to do, actually. Facts. Um, I mean, you think so? You got connections I don't know about? No comment. But they, uh, oh, you thought the uh, the Idris Elba, um, real husbands of the WNBA, you thought that was a joke. What the hell are you talking about? I mean, the real gold diggers, you ain't never seen that? Yes. I've seen the real, the real, gold, the real diggers. gold diggers of the WNBA. You thought yeah. that was a joke. Yes. I'm saying. You thought that was a joke. Okay. All right. Well. <sighs> okay, Bibs. All right. <clears throat> okay. Somebody said Reginald. <laughs> That's the act Kanye dude. Okay. Reginald Loud. That's his rap name. <clears throat> There's another one that I wanted to read. <clears throat> okay. Anyone that's smarter than Reese, for the love of God. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Oof. That was a good one. Uh, it keeps skipping back up, so I got to keep scrolling. Um, yeah, I'm just going to I'm just gonna move past that one. I don't want to spend too much time on it. About to say. Um, other, other podcasters and reporters is something we definitely going to be doing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, some people were asked before by name and I can guarantee you I can get some of those people on as well okay alright you know we'll talk about it <clears throat> moving on uh, feedback tell us anything you want us to know 21 responses um, <clears throat> read through them all it's, it's, it's at the very top <clears throat> one says hi with the hand waving emoji the second one says hey Another host, Bibbs. He is holding you back. You know these comments all came from the same person. Yeah, I know. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Reese could try to be less horny sometimes. Joking is fine. Uh I, I try to I try to tone it down a bit. You know, I, I'm not horny Reese anymore. He's dead and gone. <clears throat> I'm sticking to it. Uh the comedy. Intentional intentional or not, it's great. I appreciate that. Uh we do hope to entertain y'all without just Mavs talk. Um, thanks for the hard work. You really make me laugh all the time. We appreciate that. Glad we can make you laugh. Glad we can bring some joy into your day. Uh, hope Reese gets better soon. Love you guys. I am better now, but you need to hope that bibs get better soon before I have to find a new co-host. Um, <laughs> keep it up. Uh, someone else said nothing. 
your audio is really bad if possible get better mics if i walk in traffic with airpods i can't hear y'all at all again that probably has a lot to do with me thinking that i'm talking um louder than i really am um and i'm come and i sound really low so that's something we're gonna work on like bib said he's working on the sound you know mixing things so we will work on that so you can listen to us with your airpods in traffic um y'all are doing great <laughs> please just keep doing these pods it's always entertaining listening to you. I like your show. I know you both have other jobs, but I wish we could have more than one show a week. I, I think we can make that work. What you that more, more than one a week? Yeah. I definitely want to get to a point where we're doing at least two a week. Yeah. I'm and I, like that. I think that's going to start like now-ish. Um, yeah. Like this I, season. I feel like I've been teasing the GOAT series for a minute. I actually have the list done now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing holding me back is I'm in the last like week and a half of this current class I'm in last week now actually and um, it's this this professor has been asking a lot of your boys so that's been slowing me down a little bit getting adjusted to my new job is wearing me out a little bit so uh, I promised the GOAT series I, I plan to get it out as soon as possible I keep saying it's coming this week I'm not going to say that this time and it's probably going to end up happening <laughs> facts because so. it was supposed to come this week that just passed but you know yeah, I got the list done. It's it. just I just got to record. Okay, I was looking for it for sure, uh, and that's going to be on the maps outside this podcast stream. So y'all look out for that. The list um, is crazy, by the way. It's oh it's, God. it's some people that ain't make it that I'm like, ah, that's tough. Hey, look, man, long as Dolph Shades on there, I don't care. Dolph Shades is safe. <laughs> <laughs> Another one says, keep up the good work, good show. Y'all do a great job. The chemistry is there. I feel Reese should speak closer to the mic. That's what I'm doing right now. I got you. <laughs> and that's the only fault I could find. Keep up the spoiler alerts. Great show. Love you guys. Fresh look on the Mavs without home or bias. Helps me stay grounded and have reasonable expectations about the team I love. Big mm. fan. Just keep the energy up. Momentum is powerful. And when I don't feel it, the show can kind of lag. Okay. Greatly appreciate that. I like I think listening. That's a, I think part of that problem is that we record at midnight yeah. <laughs> half the time. Yeah. So I, I Well, no, nah, honestly... When we record at midnight and Bibbs is sleepy, that's that's the best energy y'all get. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> that's as close as y'all gonna get to me being drunk or high. <laughs> um, I like listening because y'all are often more realistic than most people. Y'all have funny moments that I die laughing to, and overall, you guys seem like great people and look fun to hang out with. I'm actually, no, I'm great to hang out with. Um, <clears throat> y'all are great. Keep criticism, and by the way, I'm listening to this podcast in Slovenia. Shout out to our Slovenian fan base, man. We have a lot of Slovenian supporters. We appreciate y'all. Uh, moving on. Before you go, last chance to offer any suggestions that you have that you think will improve the show. This is kind of something we already <coughs> spoke on. Do you want to Yeah, I'll try to, these? try to see if there's any that that stood out. One person just said, stay yourselves, which I love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, appreciate that. Another mention of the YouTube channel. And video in particular, there were a couple of those in here. Mm-hmm. So again, we've started with the video clips on Twitter. Uh, we started in Instagram at yes. Mavs Outsiders Pods. So we want to start posting stuff on there. Mm-hmm. Um, YouTube channel is coming. Uh, so we 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 know some people listen on to podcasts and whatnot on YouTube. So we'll we'll try to have that for y'all. We we are on video right now, so you'll actually be able to see us. Right and. <clears throat> 
I mean, if, if that's what you're into that, I mean, I, I do a lot of animated things with my hands. Reese does as well. So things y'all don't get to see that, you know, I think we'll bet y'all will benefit a lot from by, um, when we go to t YouTube, which right. will happen this season. I, right. I promised you that we just, you know, somebody, so, yeah, somebody actually asked for an Instagram account specifically. So that's out there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I see and, it. It says maybe an Instagram account since I left Twitter. Follow us on Instagram at Mavs Outsiders Pod, and we follow back. Yeah. So, uh, another one was rapper rap song album. What are you listening <clears throat> to that banging that day week whatever? Uh, that'd be nice something to throw in towards the end. What we listening to, especially since we do this podcast mostly when we record during the weekend when new music is coming out. So that'd be cool. Um, I'm gonna move on from this one. Oh, I missed this one. There was one that that somebody pointed out that they do like artwork and whatnot and to reach out to them. So I need to oh, really? follow that one up. Okay. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Somebody said, Reese, Saints suck. Hey, bro. <laughs> DM me. What you trying to get into? Why your hand moves? Like, nah. Uh, that, moving on. <laughs> that's, that's really all we need to cover. I think the rest of them were just so? like maintenance stuff. All right. So, I know you uh you probably got used to hearing bibs for a while on this ad, but uh I'm gonna take over the reins again uh to tell you a bit about our ad, our sponsor, Anchor. Uh back in 2020 during the pandemic, I finally took the opportunity to start my own podcast. The only issue was I had no idea where to start. Um I didn't have any podcast equipment uh, no camera, no microphone, you know, uh, any things that you see in a studio. But what I did have was my cell phone. And that's why I discovered the anchor app. Anchor is the perfect app for new podcasters, for beginning podcasters, for people to start their very own podcast. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Like I mentioned, when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast through other platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. So it's doing most of the work for you. All you have to do is hit play, press record, and get your work out there to the world. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And the best thing of all, Anchor is totally free. And on top of it being free... You can acquire your own sponsors like the ad I'm doing right now through Anchor. So you have an app for free that you can possibly make money off of. Seems like a fantastic deal to me. If you're interested in starting your own podcast with the Anchor app, make sure you download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Tell them Reese sent you. That was a lot to get through, but uh, like I said, Appreciate everybody who participated in the survey. We appreciate it. We did this so, well, Bibs mainly, you know, put this together so we can help improve the podcast for y'all, improve the listening experience. But now that we got all of that out the way, the people who Bibs told to skip ahead in the show notes, you should be hearing me right now. Guess what? We're about to get into the Mavs talk. We're about to get into oh, it. Oh, snap. You must we talked mad shit about you in the, in the previous section. Yeah, we did. But y'all ain't listening because y'all skipped ahead. And y'all ain't yeah. want to listen to the survey. 
Don't a survey you participated in. You ain't even want to hear the results. But we talked some mad shit about y'all. I just want you to know that. <laughs> so, like I said, we finally have something to talk about. Basketball is back. The Mavericks had their first two preseason games this week. And I must say, <clears throat> I must say, <clears throat> I'm loving what I'm seeing so far. We're not going to overre- <laughs> We're not going to overreact because it's preseason. But I think we go into the finals. That sounds like a little bit of an overreaction. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know uh, how you define overreact, but uh, that's that's a bit much, my brother. So, uh, should we get into the first game? I uh, sure. If you want to go game by game, I mean, there's only two, so I think it makes sense to start off with the first one. Let's get into it. Um, Wednesday, <laughs> the Dallas Mavericks. Defeated the Utah Jazz 111-101. to This was the first preseason game. This is the first glimpse we got of the new team. First glimpse we got of new additions like Reggie Bullock, Shannon LaBrava, uh, the rookies, <laughs> returning players. I uh, think me personally, the person I was most excited to see was KP. Didn't do great this game, but... He showed better flashes in the second game, which we'll get to. But I'll start with you. Uh, well, first of all, let's say this. Going into this game, we found out the starting lineup. You know, they tinkered with it a bit, switched it up. Starting lineup was Luka, THJ, Josh Green, KP at power forward, and Moses Brown at center. Another player I was very pleased with uh, in this game. But overall, what were your thoughts on the game, Bibbs? Yeah, so I think Moses Brown was the the talk of game one. Um, now, we do have to preface this with the Jazz did not play Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, right. or Mike Conley. Um, I I like what I've seen from Moses Brown so far. I like what he did in game one. Um, I think there are a lot of people, there was a lot of people saying that, you know, he should start. And I'm just not of the thought that there's going to be a permanent starting lineup. I Again, think that all of our centers, if you were to look at a 2K rating type thing, they're all going to be pretty much in the same boat, pretty close. They just do different things. So I think there are going to be matchups where Moses Brown is optimal. There's going to be situations where Dwight Powell is optimal. Um, I just don't think, I don't think he should be buried on the bench and I don't think he will be. So that's really all I saw. As far as KP, I saw some overreactions there as well. People Mm -hmm. say, oh, this is the same KP, et cetera, and so forth. Just in, in as in general for in the preseason, and I I will stress this to everybody. Don't look at the results. Don't look at the results of the defensive possession or the results of the shot. You have to look at what the person is attempting or what they're doing, how they're moving, things of that nature. And we'll get into that more with KP when we if when we move to the second game, but. A lot of overreaction to results right now. Don't look at the results. Just look at what's what's actually happening on the floor. Mm-hmm. And if you're not watching the game, you're just responding to the box score. That's a whole another issue. But uh, be patient with this preseason. Allow the four games to to finish so you have an actual good sample size of what's on display. Don't respond too positively or too negatively to just two games, especially preseason games. I agree. Um some things like nobody else is patient apparently absolutely not this is a dallas mavericks fan base you expect patience 
<laughs> they already we'll get into that win more. a championship or it's a failure so you know i mean the, the the rest of nba twitter is on that same line of thinking like people are clowning him for losing in the first round it's like he is a third year player like what 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 is wrong with y'all it's insane either either he's ass or he should have done more already like you can't hate him say he's overrated and then also clown him for not getting out of the first round makes no sense Either he's better than what he's shown or he's not that good. You got to pick a pick a battle. But it's also NBA Twitter. So, But some of the things I liked from this game weren't really shown on the box score. Okay. Um, KP's box score, sure, it doesn't look that great. I mean, he plays 16 minutes, 7 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 blocks. It's not bad. Uh, what I liked, I saw early him exploiting mismatches in the post and being aggressive instead of passing out as usual. I enjoy saying that he stayed engaged in the game on offense and defense, whether the production was there on defense. It's the fact that he stayed engaged and the energy was there. Um, I liked what I saw from Moses Brown, uh, being a presence around the rim as far as on the boards and, uh, being a very good rim roller, uh, for Luca, I believe he caught a lob, uh, one lob in the game, correct? First play of the game, I believe. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> also, Jalen Brunson, this did show up on the box score. <laughs> Playmaking, something we discussed, him passing the ball and not looking guys off to get his own shot. If that's something he can consistently do throughout the season, I think that would be big for us, something that we were missing and hoping to get. Uh, by trading for Goran Dragic, which obviously did not happen. But, um, yeah, that's really it. Oh, also, um, Splash Mountain, Boba Marjanovic, uh, if he can continue to hit those, finals mount, baby. <laughs> I'm going to say it real quick. I'm going to say it. I think Jason Kidd, and I, maybe this is me being hopeful, I feel like Jason Kidd is going to be – he's not going to look at Boban as a novelty act. I think he's going to look at him as an actual player that can be used on a regular basis. I agree. So that's going to be something to watch as well. Also, there was something I noticed about Willie Cauley-Stein, who also had a really good stat line with six points, nine rebounds in 20 minutes. <clears throat> I saw a play where he was given the ball wide open, stepped right into the mid-range and did not hesitate and knocked it down. I'm not saying he'll do it consistently, but – the fact that he stepped into it instinctually and did not even hesitate shows me that's a shot he's been working on. I appreciate saying things like that. Uh, but there's nothing else to really say. I say we move on to the next game. Okay. Yep. All right. Friday, <clears throat> Dallas Mavericks defeated the Los Angeles Clippers 122-114 to in um, a game that was really much better in the Jazz game, uh, the better players for Cl- for the Clippers actually played. Paul George played. Um, <clears throat> Terrence Mann played. Reggie Jackson played. Eric Bledsoe played. Luke Kennard played. You know, so we got to really see um, the full strength of uh, this team for the most part. Um, what were your thoughts coming out of this game? KP. Hmm? Um, I was very happy with what I saw from KP. Uh believe he won when he got the ball was going towards the rim there were a couple opportunities where he could have just pulled up and shot the jumper in space but instead he went and put his body into a man made them feel him that is important 
not just because it, it has him going towards the rim. One, it can get a guy in foul trouble, uh, and it lets them know that he's not afraid of them. Like, if a guy's willing to put it down and put his shoulder in your chest, you're going to be thinking about that next time he gets the ball versus him just standing back and shooting over you like that. He didn't give you anything to think about. And this is, again, <clears throat> part of my <clears throat> part of my my need for po- why, why post-ups are important why dumping going to the rim is important if you are just shooting jump shots you're not giving the defense anything to think about even if it doesn't result in points even if it doesn't result in a shot by putting the ball near the rim you are giving a defense more things to think about you're giving them more dimensions on the court to cover if all they have to do is protect the three-point line you made their job easy but if you start putting some action at the rim now they got more to think about. And that's that's all it is to it. That's really all it is to it. Uh, how KP gets the ball in the post, so far we haven't seen like a straight up post up, particularly against a big. He's, it's usually we've gotten a mismatch and he's got a small on him. I don't care. That's fine with me. If it's just going to be him exploiting mismatches, that's fine. There are four people on the, the court at any given time. If not five, that should be a mismatch for KP. So. I agree. I agree. I think KP, well, KP wasn't, KP wasn't the standout coming out of this game. I think we know who that was, but um, I was greatly impressed with KP, not even just his production on the defensive end, but the fact that he was making the right passes, making the extra passes, getting teammates involved if, you know, even if he had a mismatch. The fact is, when you have a small guard on you in the post, you can see over them. You can make passes better, especially if the double team is coming towards you. Uh, that was an issue with KP last year. He would pass out too soon when the double team was coming. The guy doesn't even get close enough to where another player is open and we can take advantage of. Um, something you mentioned about the team not taking too many threes. I saw plenty times, uh, one play specifically, he missed a shot, but I like the attempt. Uh, sometimes guys miss shots, that's okay. But, you know, the attempt and the idea behind it is what matters for me. Uh, too many times last year, in the year before in the Rick Carlisle offense, we'll see guys like Dorian Finney-Smith settle for threes on the perimeter when that's not like the guy that they are, when someone's closing out on them. If you have a wide-open shot, sure, shoot it. If you have a guy closing out, try to take that extra step in, get a few dribbles, get a nice layup or get a shot up, and that's what he did. Uh, he did not settle for the three-point shot. He got in for the more efficient shot. I don't care what y'all say about the mid-range. It was an efficient shot. It still has a place in the game. Dorian Finney-Smith took a runner, a shot he looked like he seemed comfortable taking. It just didn't go in. So if that's a shot that he's been working on, I would definitely like to see more of it. Uh, It helps collapse the defense a bit, especially if he doesn't take that shot and he moves the ball more. It gets open shots for better guys who can actually shoot, like a Reggie Bullock like a Tim Hardaway, like a Jalen Brunson, like a Sterling Little Bro- I mean, Shannon Little Brother, you know, things like that. You almost so, said the boy name. <laughs> no, I almost said Sterling Little Brother. Uh-huh. Uh, but yes, that's something I would definitely like to see more of. You want to talk about Eugene? Sure. Um, <clears throat> other thing I'll say about KP, defensively, like you said, in the first game engaged, he was also engaged in this one, rotating over, got a couple blocks, got a big steal. Um, again, it, it, the 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 vibes are fun right now. Everybody's having fun. Everybody's happy. We'll see what happens when adversity hits. Uh, 
the vibes are. I'm not saying it. So <laughs> Gene Omarui mm-hmm. uh, has been a sensation. Um, whether you are a person that just likes being super optimistic or a person like myself who likes to take a measured approach, take my time, take in a lot of information. He's not, he's, he's one of those guys where no matter where he is, no matter who he's playing against, he's going to do the same things. Whether it's a pickup game in the gym or an NBA game, the things he does are the things he does and it's going to translate. He can handle the ball, put the ball on the floor, so you can't just close out on him. He can see the floor. He makes good passes. So when he has the ball, you don't have to have a panic attack like you have to do with 80% of the Mavs roster. He His shot looks pure. Uh, I think he shot 37.5% in college from three. I don't remember what he shot in summer league. I don't really care about that. I think the shot the shot looks good. The shot should translate. If he can be a three-point threat, if he can put the ball on the floor, he his wingspan goes to next week. <laughs> he's athletic. He's got a good, sizable body. He's 24. He is not a child. He'll be 25 in February. He looks like a guy that should be getting 15 minutes a night straight out the gate. And maybe not because we're kind of loaded at that 3-4 spot with veterans. But he should be in the mix, in my opinion. And he does some things that some of those guys can't do. I agree. I mean, I saw- he's kind of like in the mold of uh, Dorian Finney-Smith. I'm not going to say that. Some people would say <clears throat> better. Are you, some people- is that, are you baiting? Is that Maybe. what you're doing right now? Maybe. Uh, I... I, I mean, you know what? I'm not going to be a bitch on my own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> if you really want to sit down with it, he might be a better basketball. He, he's a better basketball player than Dorian Finney-Smith overall. I, I, I've said it on the record. I think Dorian Finney-Smith's defense is a little bit overrated. And this is not a shot at Dorian Finney-Smith. I love Dorian Finney-Smith. He has a place on any NBA roster. He can play for any team, any night, 10 to 15 minutes. <laughs> I was very clear about this and I've been very consistent on this. The fact that he shot 39% from three last year was huge, Mm -hmm. but what else does he contribute to a team offensively? Now, one thing I will say, he's, he was pretty good on the glass. I appreciate that. He does hustle. Eugene does that too. Eugene can also dribble. Eugene can also make some nice passes, seize the floor. And I think he's a better. He could be a better defender. I'm not going to say he is because I haven't seen him against real NBA talent in that regard yet. But the tools are there. The athleticism is there. I'm not saying I mean, he and and uh, Jason Kidd isn't Rick Carlisle. I don't think he's married to Dorian Finney Smith the way a Rick Carlisle might have been. And again, I'm not going to say he's going to replace him. And you can't gotcha me if it doesn't occur. But when it comes to actual basketball. What they do on the court, I think that Eugene feels a lot more holes than Dorian Finney-Smith does. Secondary ball handler type, perhaps. Uh, You want to compare him to Eric Pascal, perhaps. I won't go as far as Draymond. But that same mode, that that 3-4 type dude that can maybe even play some small ball five that does everything, Swiss Army knife. 
do you think possibly we have too many guys who are hustle energy guys that have that can do other things uh i think of guys like you <clears throat> excuse me i think of guys like eugene dfs josh green maxi maxi what I will say is we do have a overabundance of them. There is a lot of redundancy, but I also think that that gives us flexibility to make moves down the line. That's what I was if, saying. If trades come our way, mm-hmm. um, again, you don't have to be married to any of these dudes. Somebody comes calling and it gets us, helps us fill another hole, that secondary playmaker we talked about. And it's not about just having two playmakers if Jalen Brunson steps it up awesome but we still need another person right because Luke and Jalen can't be on the court at the same time all the time right so we can get another person that's that that playmaker type if we need to trade Dorian if we need to trade Maxie if we need to trade Eugene then uh then we can do that without hurting our team as much as it might have been in the prior years uh and I feel like you were throwing a lob on the Josh Green thing So let me let me let me start here. Um, I think most people would say I'm not a nice person when it comes to the Mavs. I, I'm not a homer. I don't mince my words. I don't go out of my way to be nice about the things I'm saying about players. I don't act them because I'm not a asshole. But I'm gonna on my platform on my Twitter account. I'm gonna talk my shit you don't like it don't follow me mute me block me i don't give a damn but i'm gonna keep it real 100 percent of the time i like josh green i think he has a lot of potential i think he can be a really good player i think he could be a really good complimentary player i don't think he's gonna be a star necessarily but i think he can no. be a guy that's in the league for a long time that makes plays and does a lot of good, fun things for a basketball team. What I'm seeing on Twitter is pissing me off. We get some 24-year-old rookies in that look like grown men, play like grown men, and your first thought is, fuck them 20-year-olds. I don't understand. It makes absolutely no sense. When the preseason is over, we will have 17 guys under contract. 17. We'll have 15 contract guys. We'll have two two-way players. All 17 of the motherfuckers are not getting on the court. Right? All 15 ain't getting on the court. 15 ain't getting on the court. We'll be lucky if 12 get on the court, right? That's facts. So that means it's five motherfuckers sitting down. In 2021-2022, the G League is back. Full season. Frisco, 45 minutes from Dallas. They will have a full-ass season of basketball. The G League is a developmental league. I know it's not normal for basketball. I feel like it's still fresh. It's still new for people. We still, oh, he got sent down to the G League. That's childish and ignorant and dumb. Baseball, guys get drafted. They stay in the minor leagues for years Mm -hmm. before they come up to the big leagues get called up to the show if you will high draft picks first number one picks type shit mm-hmm. and nobody bats an eye people get drafted and stay in, co- in school nobody says a word sure. 
but we draft two dudes who went to college for one year. I don't even think they had an NCAA tournament that year. Mm-mm. No, they didn't even get an NCAA tournament experience. They have eight, nine months off between the last time they played basketball in college and the NBA season starting up with like a week of camp. They have a G League experience where they go play for other teams, G League teams, because the Dallas Mavericks didn't have one in a bubble environment. They play a few NBA games. And y'all are ready to toss them to the side because some 24-year-olds look like better basketball players than them today. Once again, I'm circling back. All 17 of them dudes can't play. If you're going to tell me that the two 20-year-olds, the two youngest dudes on the team are the worst players on the team, fan-fucking-tastic. Send them to Frisco and develop them. Even if it's not to be a long-term Mavs player, oh, we need to win now. Okay, we have 15 other motherfuckers on the roster to win now. You don't trash your prospects for no fucking reason. No. Just because someone new came along doesn't mean you have to get rid of the old ones. So we send them to the G League. We hope that they, they get plenty of minutes. They get to show what they can do. They get to develop their skills. They get reps. Josh is Josh Green, his body is fine. He needs reps. He needs to get shots up. He needs to miss shots. He needs to make shots. He needs to dunk on people. He needs to get dunked on. He needs to get crossed up and not have to have it be the end of the world. Last year, his experience was go stand in the corner. Don't do anything else. Play defense. The minute you make a mistake, I'm pulling you out the game. That was his experience last year. How is that supposed to be conducive to him becoming a better basketball player? It's not. I'm going to tell you right now. That's how you ruin a prospect. That's how you ruin somebody's confidence. If you've been the man your whole life, and all of a sudden you're in a situation where if you make one mistake, you're done, your confidence is gone. That's what happened to Darko Milicic. He got drafted onto a championship contender. The expectations were high. He was the man when he walked through up until he arrived in Detroit. Now he's down there with Ben Wallace getting his ass beat in practice every day. Now he can't get on the court. And then when he does, he's like, all right, I got to really show them this is what I'm about. And it doesn't work. And then you go home and you cry. And you wonder if you're in the right profession. You start boxing. All right, I'm getting off topic. Yes. Um, so, but anyway, we, we we can we can afford to have Josh Green and Tyrell Terry in the G League without it being an indictment of them as people. I'm tired of y'all bringing up Sadiq Bay. I'm tired of y'all bringing up Desmond Bain. Both of those guys are also older than them. Not saying that there aren't other people that are their age that are hooping right now. That's fine. Everybody's schedule ain't the same. Jimmy Butler didn't happen overnight. Even Kawhi wasn't Kawhi from day one. He was not expected to be the guy he is now when he came into the league. Facts. Look at Kawhi's stats for his career. 
career. Look at what he was doing in those first couple of years. He was complimenting the other players. He was slowly given more responsibility. And then he became Kawhi that we know and despise. <laughs> I don't despise Kawhi. I don't despise him either, but in the playoffs, he's been pissing me off a little bit. <laughs> it's just, it's just worked out that's that what way. Great players do right, and that's how it's supposed to be. I, it's, it's all love. I just don't like that you're doing it to my team. That's it. <laughs> but, it, but again, he's 20 years old. Let him get some time in the G League. If he completely stinks it up again in the, in the G League, I will shut up. I will get off the, I will get off his, uh, the, 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 the throats of these people that want to trash these 20 year olds. But as far as today, we have not seen enough of them. Go look at his total shot attempts in his career. Can you pull it up? Are you able to pull up something real quick? Yeah, just let me know exactly what you want. Pull up Josh Green and tell me how many shot attempts he has for his entire NBA career. For his career, okay. That Which would be last year. Yeah, because he's, he's a rookie. Total shot attempts, correct? Yep. Okay, hold on. FGAs, one of my. I got the I got the per games, but if you want to know the per games, he averages two point four. No, I want to know the total number okay. of shots. Total number of shots. Yeah, if you scroll down a little bit. Yeah, I got it. Total field goal attempts for his career: ninety three. Lucas taking ninety three shots in three games. Low key. And y'all ready to write this dude off for ninety three after ninety three shot attempts? After ninety three shot attempts, he's ass and not worth developing. Ninety three shot attempts from a nineteen year old. Yeah, he, he discard him. Get that goofy shit out my face. fuck out of here <laughs> was that your italian accent that was my new york brooklyn oh god all that good stuff the bx thought, borough all that i thought we said you weren't gonna do i'm no, doing it it's, it's past midnight that we have crossed the threshold shit we have my sanity is about to get loose i kept them up too long so again if we go through this year they go to the g league tyrell terry in my opinion i think he needs to gain weight that's his problem He's a little frail. He needs to get stronger. I'm not I'm not even going to touch on the other stuff. I don't know what's going on with his family. I really am praying for them. I'm hoping for the best. I'm hoping he's able to come back and get back on his grind. But as far as the basketball side of it, I think for him, 20 pounds, he'll be good. Josh Green just needs reps. So he's going to get those reps. If he goes through the G League season, he comes back and he looks exactly the same. Y'all can talk all kinds of shit to me. I will eat it. But until that day, I'm going to keep talking my stuff because when I like a player, I'm going to be honest. Either way, when Maxie was messing up, I'll call Maxie out for messing up. That is when, he true. Was, when he came up to be traded, you know what? At this point, trade him. I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm not going to ride to the I'm not, I, don't, I don't need to stick to my takes to make a point. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Frank Nilakina. I was almost ready to write him off. I'm glad that he's getting his fifth year with us. Because I always give prospects five years before I'm ready to start really writing them off, especially when they're 18, 19 years old. 
when you get 22, 23, that's when I'm really starting to decide whether or not you have taken any steps forward from where you were at the beginning for me to actually think that you can become anything. Five years. So I'm patient. I understand that not everybody is. I understand we're in the era of instant gratification. If you don't see it today, it's not possible. A player is only what they've done so far. Y'all can keep that simplistic view. I will not. So if I got to, 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 to eat it or have people throw Josh Green pictures in my face for two more years, three more years, that's fine with me. After the five years, if he still asks, I was wrong. If he takes steps forward, shut the fuck up. Thank you. I'm off my soapbox. Um, after that lengthy rant from Bibbs, uh, I think we need to take a bit of a break to allow him to gather himself. Uh, he seems a bit heated right now. You guys can't see him on video, but I can. Uh, he's, he, he's visibly upset, you guys. So uh, we're going to go to a commercial break. Here's the message from our sponsors. We'll I like how right I unmuted myself to cough. That was dumb. <laughs> Hockey is back and DraftKings Sportsbook has an unbelievable offer to celebrate the greatest sport on ice. New customers can bet just $1 on any hockey game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. Doesn't matter if it's a one-time clapper or a deft deflection. However they light up the lamp, you win. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Throw down $1 on any hockey game and win 100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. This week, one puck in the net brings you a big win with promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required, one per customer, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, y'all. Bibbs has calmed down a bit. I think he's good now. He got all of that off his chest. Now we are back. Uh, something I wanted to talk about briefly, me and Bibbs. Um, I think this was before the first preseason game. Um, J. Kitt had comments based off of uh, the Mavs play style and how he'll have the Mavs plan as opposed to how they were playing before. Something that we really saw um, reflected in the first two games, um, he said, and I quote, we're not just going to rely on jump shooting because that can leave you at any part of the season or in the playoffs. If that happens, you don't have anything to fall back on. And that means an early exit. And I think this is <clears throat> a lot of people were upset about this or didn't like this. And I don't really understand your logic because we saw the results and we saw it with our own eyes. The things he's saying is true. What's going to happen when Luca isn't Luca is out there isolating and getting his own bucket and these guys aren't hitting threes. <clears throat> Y'all always say, well, these guys can't dribble. They can't create their own shots. So what are we going to do? There's a thing in basketball called running plays, running sets, running offenses. Coaches do that. 
it's designed to get easy shots for players based on their strengths. Okay, so that's there's not only two ways to score or get open buckets. It's not just isolate or kick for an open three. All right. I know some of y'all know this. I know some of y'all don't. But I've really loved Jason Kidd saying this and not only saying it, but in the first two preseason games, we saw it implemented. I mentioned myself earlier. I love Dorian passing up on the three and getting a high percentage shot with the floater. Did not go in, but it's the fact that he took the shot, took the higher percentage shot because Dorian is not a three-point shooter. Like He can knock down shots, but that's not his shot, especially when someone is closing out on him. So uh, I definitely want to see more of this in the season. I want to see the kind of offense he implements to benefit these guys and get these guys open. I love these comments. He also had some follow-up comments based off of the negative feedback that you guys gave. But before we get into that, I want Bibbs to give his thoughts on these initial comments. Y'all know I didn't like the hiring of Jason Kidd. I was not on board. He was on the bottom of my list for potential coaches for several reasons. But as far as the basketball side of it, so far, everything he said, everything he's doing, I, I'm, I'm with it. Um. We can't live and die by the three. I don't know why when it comes to basketball discourse these days, everybody wants to talk about the the efficiency of the three ball, et cetera, and so forth. And the Warriors winning the championship really confused motherfuckers because they had Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. And then they had Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, and KD. Them shooting jumpers is okay because they're some of the best to have ever done it. No other team has that. So no other team needs to be doing that. That is not a reliable way to win. Unless you have three all-time great shooters on your roster. Who can also do other things because it wasn't just about threes for them. It was the fact that they could shoot threes and then you got to close out on those threes and then they get inside the defense and get dunks on top of those threes. That was what made them impossible. Well, layups and Steph's. <laughs> you know what? He did try to dunk. Then he. Uh, <laughs> we're not gonna. Get, we're not gonna clown. Let's Steph not right talk now. bad about Steph before yeah, the Warriors get shot. Pass. Yeah, might get shot out here. Um, dangerous out in these streets. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, we you can't live and die by the three. We need to have something to fall back on in the playoffs. Things get tight. You have to be able to get to the rim and score, and it can't just be Luca. I'm loving some of the action that we're running, the motion sets, the the handoffs, the to get guys to the middle of the lane, to get guys on the baseline and getting layups and dunks out of it. I'm loving that so far. We'll see how it looks in the regular season. But one, it's making the defense work. And when you can work inside, when you can get the ball inside, it'll also open up things on the outside. You work inside out. That's that's my philosophy as mm-hmm. a, a guy who went to college initially to be a basketball coach. Work inside out if you can. If you don't have the personnel, that's one thing. But you got several dudes that are seven foot three plus on your roster. You have at least one person on the roster that can that knows how to pass the basketball at a historically good level. So. You should be able to make your seven foot three dudes threats at the rim to open up things for everybody else. 
that's and that's just easy basketball. That's easy. That's fundamentals. That's going back to the beginning of time when George Mikan was dominating. I'm not saying we're gonna have another George Mikan. I'm not saying we're gonna have another Shaq. But if you could put pressure on the rim, it opens everything else up. And that's what Jason Kidd is talking about. Uh, in response to some of the feedback he got from those initial comments uh, in an interview, um, doesn't say with who, but he did say, <clears throat> I don't want anybody to panic that we're not going to shoot threes. We're going to shoot threes. But when you look at the way KP is playing inside and out, it's a plus for us. In the rotations, guys have only played a half. As we go forward, I think you'll see more threes go up. Still being consistent and trying to get the ball inside first. Trying to take the easy two or get to the free throw line. Uh, He said, we all trust that guys are going to try to make the right play on the offensive end. And sometimes when when you are putting out so much energy on the defensive end, it might take your legs a little. So guys are getting used to that. And also, considering the fact that we're not a very good defensive team, guys have to hustle harder on the defensive end, especially when we're running those zones, closing out on shooters. So, yes, take your legs from under you. It's probably why guys aren't able to hit threes as well. We ran the zone for the most part at the uh, tail end of that Clipper series. Guys start missing shots. It happens. But that's because that's all the offense was. Luka gets inside, dishes it out, shoot a three. Plenty of times I've seen Jalen Brunson able to penetrate and finish around the basket. Tim Hardaway Jr. may not be a great dribbler, but I've seen him be able to penetrate and finish around the basket. These guys are capable of doing it. It's just putting them in the situations to do so. And uh, I love Jason Kidd's mindset um, heading into the season with this. And I cannot wait to see how the offense looks moving forward. What do you think? Uh, I mean, I know what you think, but don't follow up. I mean, I think I covered it up pretty well. I think what he said lines up exactly with what I'm, what I feel. And again, I think that as far as basketball goes, so far with everything that he has said about the basketball aspect of the team, we're on the same page, and I, I'm really excited about that. Like I, it's been a long time since I've been able to say I know what to expect from my coach. I agree. Uh, leaving that behind. Speaking of knowing what to expect, uh, NBA GMs recently did a survey predicting certain outcomes from the upcoming season and the Mavericks and I was going to say some of their players, one of their players showed up in uh, multiple results. So each GM did a survey of um, the conference rankings, Um, the Mavericks came in seventh place so the gms uh the consensus of you know all of the votes have the mavs going in to finish in the season i'm sorry as the seventh seed in the west how do you feel about these results well let me actually go through the rankings so y'all know who they have ahead of us okay. um, they have the lakers that's the first seed utah is the second seed phoenix as the third seed Denver as the fourth seed, Golden State as the fifth, Clippers as the sixth, Dallas at seven, and Portland at eight. I um 
I don't necessarily hate it, I'll say. But say less. And when when we don't finish seventh, when we finish fourth or fifth, keep that same energy and remember this survey. Don't act like we underperformed. Don't act like we uh, were some loaded team, whatever the case may be. Remember that y'all picked us to finish seventh. Remember that we were supposed to be in the play-in if we avoid the play-in. Remember these things, okay? Because I feel like this type of thing happened. And it's the Blazers, too. The Blazers always get disrespected. They always finish higher than they're supposed to. The Jazz, same thing. Always overlooked because everybody loves the big markets. Everybody wants the superstars that they like. They don't like Luka because of the agenda. You know how it goes. Well, they got so Jazz they, at the two seed, so. I, oh, yeah, they that's they had to concede that after they won. They got the one seed last year, and they didn't get worse. So now, oh, I guess we can get them the two. <laughs> but every year, these teams get disrespected. When the Mavs and the I'm gonna throw the Blazers in there. When the Mavs and the Blazers don't finish seven and eight, I want to I want to recall these. I want y'all to recall these things because it's so predictable. It's so predictable. And again, I'm looking forward to to surprising the world, which it doesn't seem like it should be a surprise, but apparently they're gonna be surprised. So I don't think I don't take this as disrespect. I don't take this as a slight. I think this is more so. Um, showing the fact that the West is really tough this year. Uh, it's a lot of competitive teams. Um, to be quite honest, if I looked at the standings and saw this, I wouldn't be surprised if this ended up being the case with the Mavericks falling at seventh because whether you believe they are or not, you can make a case for each of the six teams in front of us being better or finishing better. So um, I don't take it as a slight. I just think, you know, it is what it is. These teams are tough. The West is deep. Some teams that's going to get left out of the playoffs that are talented teams. It is what it is. But, uh, yeah, they got us finishing at seventh, so we'll see. Uh, I saw somebody today said that uh, they'll be surprised if we make the playoffs with Jason Kidd as a coach. I think that's a little wild. That's a little bit wild. But, yeah, yeah. I, I uh, like you said, like you said, I'm not appalled. I can't say I'm appalled, right. but I, I don't expect that to be the case. And, Same. again, if if the team exceeds expectations, I, I want you all to remember what the expectations were. That's all I'm saying. I agree. I agree. Full force. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, who Don't knows fall asleep maybe. over there. You like you're struggling. Hell no. Nah. It's just been a long day. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see who has the last laugh at the end of the season. Um, Luca showed up in a lot of these surveys. Who will win the 2021-2022 Kia MVP award? Coming in first place was Kevin Durant with 37% of the votes. Coming in the second place was Luka Doncic with 33%. Um, Stop there. That's all we need. So we're going to be the seventh seed and Luka won't win. Get the, y'all, hey, look, that don't make, make sense mind to up. me, but that <laughs> don't make sense. Up. I don't remember the last time ever a seventh seed was the player on the seventh seed team was MVP. I think Westbrook, they were sixth, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. I think they were fifth. Were they fifth? They might have been. I think so. I remember it was like really close. So they might have finished fifth. I think they were fifth. But yes. Yeah. That makes no sense. But second, second and MVP vote. Okay. So he must be about to do 40, 12 and 10 or something. (laughs) The math ain't math. Everybody else on the team is going to be complete buns. And we're going to end up in this. Okay. All right. The math ain't math, brother. (laughs) Um, they also had a survey asking if you were to start a franchise today and consign any player in the NBA, who would it be? 
Luka Doncic got 43%. Giannis got 40%. Um, I'm just going to leave it there. Uh, yeah. Those are the players I really expect um, to see. Um, I think I also expected to see some Jokic, but uh, I believe Jokic did get some votes, but these were the main guys that really got votes. Um, last year, though, Giannis and Luka both got 43% of the votes. So this is staying consistent. Uh, people still think these are the best guys to start a franchise around. I cannot blame them. Giannis is the most dominant in the league. Um, Luka is the young up-and-coming guy who people think will take over the league. Is the heir to LeBron's throne, throne, blah, 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 you know, things of that nature. So those results don't surprise me. Uh, should we move on or you want to? Yeah, move on. Let's get it. All right. So, and who was the best point guard in the NBA? I wasn't going to speak on this, but I saw it when I scrolled past. Uh, Luca came in third at 13%. Dame came in second, 17%. Steph Curry came in first, 57%. Um, I was actually surprised Dame finished second. I'm not saying, you know, oh, this is fucking crazy. It's disrespectful. I'm just, I was shocked. I think that uh, that those positional things were kind of messed up because some people voted Luca as a shoot. He finished top three, I want to say, in point guard, shooting guard, and small forward. So his votes were split out everywhere. True. So I just think that that's a bad... He probably would have finished first, to be honest. I agree. And point guard, if they made people say he was a point guard. But because his votes were all over the place, it kind of skewed everything. All right. So moving on from players, uh, Jason Kidd showed up in one of these polls. And also a former friend of ours showed up in one of these, in the same poll. Which new or relocated head coach will make the biggest impact on his new team with 64% of the votes went to Rick Carlisle. And I agree. I agree. Personally, I think Rick Carlisle is going to have a huge um, impact on this team. You look at what this, this Indiana, this Indiana team has talent. Okay. Let's not forget that. I know they didn't make the playoffs last year, right? Injuries, all kinds of issues. Yeah. yeah. I think they missed the playoffs. Were they in the play? They were in the play enough, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they were in the play. This team has talent. Malcolm Brogdon, Karis LeVert, Jeremy Lamb, TJ Warren, uh, DeMontis Sabonis, Miles Turner. This team has talent. All they need is a really good coach. They had Nate McMillan. For some reason, they decided to let Nate McMillan go. He's now coaching the Atlanta Hawks. They brought in a new guy whose name I don't remember, probably couldn't pronounce anyway. And now they have a coach who knows what it takes to win, a coach who's a veteran coach. Uh, granted, you know, he has some issues, but I think he'll do well with this team. I think he's going to have them back in playoff contention. I don't care about Rick Carlisle or the Indiana Pacers. All right, moving on. Jason Kidd finished third with 11% of the votes. If you're wondering who finished second, just out of curiosity, was M.A. Udoka, the Boston Celtics, with 14%. <clears throat> Were you surprised that Jason Kidd uh, finished in the top three of voting? <clears throat> with guys like Chauncey Billups, Jamal Mosley uh, receiving votes as well. Yeah, so I think, <clears throat> I can't say I'm surprised Jason Kidd got votes. I feel like those votes might have come from people who understood the issues that we had culturally mm -hmm. with Rick Carlisle and 
realize the the impact that Jason Kidd as a player's coach type of guy could have on a on the the dynamic within the team. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I can't say I'm completely surprised. Maybe that he just finished that high because that means if I break it down, you said eleven percent. Yes, that had to be what three or four people. I think so. Out of thirty. Out of so. 30. So I'm, I'm, I'm genuine. You couldn't vote for your own coach. So that means people from other organizations saw that. So right. That's that's intriguing to me. Uh, Luca finished third in this, which was which player has the best basketball IQ. Um, LeBron finished first, obviously, with fifty three percent. Chris Paul finished second, obviously, with thirty percent, and then Luca with ten, and Jokic with seven, which was a nice. Which is a nice surprise. I usually expect to see veterans, uh, veteran superstars and stuff in polls like that. I'm gonna um, say I'm mostly surprised about that because of how hard Mark Cuban and Donnie went about Luca not sharing the ball with his teammates. But uh, Donnie's not a GM anymore, so he didn't take part in the survey. R.I.P. Uh, so that's really it for him. the GMs. <laughs> that's it for the GM surveys. Uh, like I said. Was really consistently Luca showing up in these things. Not a surprise, but uh, unless you have anything else to add, actually, yeah, uh, <clears throat> let's plug a few things. Okay, I'm not sure what we're plugging, but let's get it. Same thing we always plug. Um, <laughs> Got to take over the world. Let's get it. <laughs> Once again, so pinky thank you for reference. completing the survey. We greatly appreciate it. We hope y'all stick with us throughout the season. We got some great things planned. Nice guests coming on. Uh, I think Biz is having a heart attack. Nice guests coming on. Uh, I'm pretty sure we're going to come up with new ideas to make it entertaining for y'all throughout the season. So stay tuned. You can find us in plenty other places if you don't just want to listen to us here. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at MindofReese. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, MindofReese, where I do basketball talk, movie reviews, trailer reactions other reactions anything you need i'm currently doing a series called the 30 days of hoops series where i release a video every single day leading up until the start of the nba season i'm currently 22 videos in i got eight left almost at the finish line i have an entire playlist on my channel in case you want to catch up do not forget to subscribe i'm at follow the mavs outsiders instagram at Mavs Outsiders Pod. That is at Mavs Outsiders Pod. Uh, I'm going to let Bibbs tell you, you know, what he would like you to find, where he would like you to find him. So, you know, go ahead, sir. All right, Reese, thank you for that handoff. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Bibbs Corner. As always, I'm going to be talking and getting yelled at on the Twitter burst. Uh, I usually hop into Chris's Hoop Spaces. That's at Hoop Space uh, Monday through Friday, 10 to 12. If I'm not in a meeting or something, I usually hop in and say some words there. Always a dope conversation. Um, it's not going to be always Mavs related. It's going to be different topics, NBA related. Most of the conversation, it's, it's the best space I've been in as far as like, he's a great moderator. He's not going to let things get out of hand. Yeah. Um, the conversation is usually good. You get a nice mix of people from different backgrounds and personalities. Um, we, we've started 
developing relationships with big type time names in there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good way to get your follows up and find good people to follow that talk basketball and aren't homers and aren't just going to talk trash to you about your teams. Um, it's a lot of fun. Jamal Crawford's in there like at least once a week, it feels like. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. talking, listening. Um, Kendrick Perkins was in there too yesterday. Perk, Perk hopped in the other day. Um, Mike Oscato, Michael Oscato from Hoops Hype hopped in the other day to talk about the Hoops Hype Top 75 I list. Him that I didn't like. Um, <clears throat> you know, there's, there's a, a couple Blazers writers that hop in all the time. Yes. Uh, uh, I believe Diaz was one of them, right? Yeah, Diaz in there often. Uh, the ladies from the Dimes, uh, Dishes and Dimes podcast mm-hmm. come in often. So it's it's a lot of good people that come through and they and regular Zach, people come through. Oh, Zach from off, uh, off, off the glass off the glass spot. He's on down there usually. So a lot of good podcasters, a lot of good people. He he lets regular people come up mm-hmm. to speak. It's not just a bunch. You got to go in there and listen to all the big names. Right. If you want to speak, just request it. He usually tries to make sure he gives everybody the opportunity to speak. If you have something to plug, you get to plug that, all that. So it's it's a good, it's a good space. I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um I hate that I have stuff going on during the day sometimes because I want to just partake in that. But uh it, it's definitely a good time. And I'm plugging that. That's not even me. I'm plugging that just because it, I enjoy basketball talk. And if you do too, I want y'all to be a part of that. So uh, again, at Bibbs Corner is where you find me. I'm not even going to tell y'all when the GOAT series is coming. When it's coming, it's going to come. And I'm not going to tell y'all about no movie reviews. I don't know when I'm going <laughs> to be regular on that. I um, I got way too much crap going on in my world. But I promise one of these days I'm going to be consistent. As far as this podcast, the feedback that we got, the things that we already wanted to do is going to help us have a more structured show and deliver to y'all the things that y'all are asking for. Not everything you're asking for and not in the way that you're looking for. The things you want us to stop that we do probably aren't going to happen, but it's good to know that how you feel because maybe we won't chatter as much in the beginning. We'll have that in the back of our heads. So maybe we'll save it for the end. Right. And then of course the movie stuff, y'all weren't all on board with that. That's why we do it at the end as mm-hmm. reset. So uh, I feel like I'm rambling now. Uh, I feel like this pod is over an hour and a half or close to an hour and a half at this close. point. Definitely I don't like close. long pods personally. Uh, you probably, if you skipped ahead, if you didn't want to hear all that survey bullshit, <laughs> maybe the pod was just an hour. Maybe you like that. That's fine. We That's something it. we should have added in the survey too, like, you know, for length <laughs> of podcasts. But, I, I had it in my old survey, but I didn't do it for this one because I felt like everybody said as long as it's entertaining, they don't care how long it is. Well, now we're getting into conversations about things that's none of y'all business. So, <laughs> uh, signing off for myself, Reese, and my partner, Bibbs. We will holler at y'all next week. Peace.